What's up, everyone? Welcome back to episode number three of the Gaming on the Brain podcast. Today, we're going to be covering the Atari arcade fighting game, Pit Fighter, which was released on the Atari G1 hardware. This was released back in 1990 in the arcades. Yep. Obviously, as always, I'm here with Glenn. Hello. And, yep, we're going to pretty much get straight on into the episode today. We don't have any comments to read out, so please do you know drop us a comment so we can have a chat with you guys as well. But... Yeah, we'll see you after the uh, short musical break. We're looking forward to this uh, wild ride with you while we go through the uh, wonderful world of Pit Fighter. Yep, indeed. See you shortly, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. You've got gaming on the break. Welcome back, fellow nerds, to another episode of the Gaming on the Brain podcast. This week we have an Atari fighting game. I was going to say a beat em up there, Glenn, but. Well, uh, is it a fighting game? Is it a beat em up? Or is it a beating fighting game? It's a bit of both, really. Like It's a pit fighting game, it's Glenn. A pit That's fighting what it is. Game. Yeah, I like that. So, uh, as, we, as you probably just worked out from what I've just said, because I'm not very good at keeping secrets, today's episode is all about the Atari G1 arcade game, which is Pit Fighter. Yeah. Um, the G1 hardware was very limited in use yeah it only used one other game and that was hydra which by the way you should check out because it's quite a quite a great game in its own right it's it's one i haven't checked out myself yet honestly it's, glenn but i think i'm going to have a look at that one tonight yeah and i would. got a couple of beers in my hand yeah but it's uh, a little bit like a, a version of uh, road blasters on water which was good. Describe it. it was that's a good no game. Bad thing. yeah road blasters was definitely a fun game there's another one as well i played just recently that's similar to that um where you're in hovercraft aqua jack that's it tight sorry tight yeah tight so, aqua jack yeah another class game good spite scale yeah, that very as well. good, yeah. Very good. it was quite a fun game you're jumping yeah. all obstacles and it reminds a bit of spy hunter the yeah. water section but yeah it's, it's great I've, I've watched a few long players and had a quick uh, game of, of that as well anyway circling back to pit fighter yeah. so pit fighter was released in 1990 in the arcades that's correct yeah um it's a digitized sprite group fighting game um i'll tell you what if you if you hadn't played pit fighter which you probably have or you know of it a good comparison would be street smart street smart by, by snk, SNK. Yeah. In that it's a beat them up where you don't have a great lot in the way of technique it's more of a brawler but you're fighting it's like a royal rumble so you might have two players you could play a one player game but the best way to play is two or even three players in the case of the big pit fighter cabinet and you're fighting three on three uh, so you'll have three human players and three computer controlled opponents uh eight unique opponents which we'll get to later um and you can either work together or you can beat the crap out of each other as well which is just as fun i think i was i was trying to think earlier today about you know like current or sort of more modern era games that you can compare Pit Fighter to. And of course, the closest that would get was Power Stone. Power Stone, yeah, yeah of course, yeah. Power, Power Stone. Stone. Very, I mean, very, very loose, very loose. But obviously, you're talking about like a, like a 10 year gap, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and Power Stone is a lot more technical than Pit Fighter. But Absolutely. It's just if you like Power Stone and you wanted to play a retro game that was not, a not in the exact vein of Street Fighter, 
then you might like to give pit fight a go just to have a laugh even. It's similar in the sense that you you run around in the arena picking up weapons, hiking them at each other, yeah. and, and basically just bashing whoever gets closest, you know. Um, generally, it's it's computer versus players, Yes, um, but there's no stopping you from smacking your friend about yeah. it as well. The thing about pit fight is it doesn't have a true versus mode in the normal sense, mm -hmm. so you can't just put your credits in and then face off two or even three players in a battle royale round. It doesn't work that way. There is a such thing as a grudge match levels, which happen every two matches. Well, every, it's every third match. And uh, that is a, a short, quick bonus round where you just see who gets the, the most knockdowns or the first knockdowns, and then they win the highest amount of bonus points, which is actually translates to, to cash dollars. So I think one of the um, one of the big things that stands out about Pit Fighter arcade version and, and all versions is it's digitized sprites. Yeah. Now, this game predates Mortal Kombat by it two does, years. Yeah, yes. Um, um, it does have to be taken into account if you haven't actually seen yeah. the action. And what also looks really, really good when you're looking at the arcade cabinet, I mean, we're talking a game that's, you know, 33 years old here yeah. at this point. But not only have you got digitized sprites, but you've also got sprite scaling. So as your, as your enemies, your characters walk in, into the screen to like yeah. towards you to get larger. So just and to get add, really by the big. Way, the sprite scaling, remember this game actually predates uh, Samurai Showdown by three years and games like Art of Fighting as well, like SN yeah. SNK games that use sprites, uh, uh, like digit, uh, digit, sorry, not digitized, but pixel art sprites. Yeah. But uh, you're talking about uh, a form of um, sprite scaling three, yeah, and two or three years when, before. When they get further away from each other, it's, yeah. it zooms out the screen and as yeah. you get closer, it zooms in. Pit Fighter, it doesn't work. It doesn't it's work like that completely. Yeah, it's, it's choppy. Yeah. But it's nice that they've had it. And when the sprites are at the very foreground of the spring, massive. absolutely massive. Yeah. And you can make out the detail and the faces and that and the clothes that they wear. Yeah. So even though they're quite choppy and they're quite pixely as well, they're not not terrible and they have got their own charm as well. I think I think for a nineteen ninety release it was quite a spectacle to behold, if yeah. I'm honest. It was um you know, I remember being drawn in by it probably around about 92, 93, when I, yeah, when I first realised Yeah, we the Mega Drive version and we dropped back on yeah. the arcade game. But, um, you know, it's it's a it's a fun game. We're going to obviously explain it a bit more in depth to you guys, talk you through some of the enemies and stuff like that, and just give you our opinion on it and why we think you should uh, go and play Pit Fighter. Give it a shot, If yeah, you can if find you it. Already, yeah. <laughs> or, or emulate it. <clears throat> of course. Somebody said that. <laughs> yes. But, um, to, so, I think... Hardware really would brought down genre. It's a bit of a it's a bit of a mixed bag. Um, yeah, can't really put that in a, a a kind of hole in a sense. You've got a bit of a few well, different games. I I actually have boiled Pit Fighter down to and the closest and the closest fighting game category or beating category I'm put in. Um, it falls into what I call the boss battle genre basically yeah, that's, so it's yeah. not again as I said it's still got the brawler elements to it but if you if you think of say street fighter one or ya kung fu uh, obviously single player and fighting games but where you'll take a player character and then you'll fight a series of computer con unplayable computer controlled characters or bosses if you want to call it because it feels like boss fights and then you'll you'll beat the game so you don't have many selectable characters or you might even only play as one character but you'll go through that uh linear um roster of enemies or linear sort of tournament mode and then you'll complete the game at the end so that the generally speaking this type of game in my opinion doesn't have the greatest uh, replayability but pit fighter does have three very unique characters yeah that does give three very different ways to play the game in fact each character as well and i believe this is probably not intentional but each character also has very massive ways of, of massively different um 
difficulties in playing as them. So some are the one or two characters who will get who are just way, way more powerful than others. But if you want to basically put a clutch on yourself, which there's people out there that, who do like to do that for play challenge. Kato. Play Kato. <laughs> and if you don't want to put that clutch on, play Tati. Yeah. You know? um, but as I said, there's, there's three really good characters, which uh, I think we definitely should have a little chat about. Oh, we will, yeah. We'll get into that shortly. But um, yeah. plot? I mean, there's not really much of a plot the around The plot's great. Game. I mean, I've looked up the plot, and it is as bare bones as it gets. Now, you've got to remember, Pit Fighter came out in 1990, as previously discussed. Uh, and if you have a think about it, what film came out in the prior year, and that was Bloodsport. Yeah. Which, funny enough, looking at some of the um, paperwork that we actually have hold of for Pit Fighter, as in the pre-production uh, prototype paperwork, one of the titles of the game is Bloodsport. Uh, there's many other titles. But you can clearly see they've looked at that film. They've probably looked at Kickboxer and uh, and anything in the years before that, you know, to take inspiration. Because it literally, well, it's great because the name, the name is just beautiful. You know, it boils down to what exactly the game is. I mean, you literally do fight in pits for most of the levels. Yeah, you um, could have only made it simpler by called it fighting in pits. I uh, or just fight. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so you, you've uh, the aim of the game is you want to become the champion, the ultimate champion, and to do that, you have to beat a character called the Masked Warrior. Uh, so he's your final boss. He is the champion, yeah, and he yeah. is the pre. He is the 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 crown, the, the reigning champion, if you want to call it that. Um, Pit Fighter, though, even though you might not think it initially, Pit Fighter takes a lot of um, how do I say it? Takes a lot of inspiration from films that have no connection to that type of genre of film or game as well. Definitely Mad Max too. Mad Max uh, Road Warrior. If you look at that game, you see a lot of inspiration, inspiration in the, the, the costumes yeah. and the characters using that film, you know, and maybe to some extent the previous one. But I've always seen that in, in Pit Fighter, uh, not only with the final boss, but many of the other characters in between. So you can see that the, the makers at Atari did look at other genres and other styles to, to take their, to, to make their game and to take a plot from. But I said the plot is very simple, and it's literally that. You just want to beat the ultimate champion, and you win a million dollars, apparently, which falls from the sky. Uh, yeah, it's actually quite like the end where the, the money is falling and the women are falling at your feet. Yeah, it's it couldn't great. be more simple. And the credits <laughs> couldn't go. couldn't be any more opposite to my actual life. <laughs> but, <you> know, <laughs> but um, so I mean, presentation wise, we've touched a bit on how the graphics not look. The um, you've got a quite a nice little introduction. I yeah, think, it's great. In a montage, work. like a montage of all three yeah. characters training, and uh, they're really well done. I mean, you know, it's it's got a soundtrack in the background, which I know Mark. Uh, We'll have some yeah, we'll chat about in a second. It's on my list of dislikes. Yeah. But that <laughs> the montages are great. I mean, it's a good introduction to the game and it shows you a simple demo, obviously, of what the game is. And like when when we say game. montage as well, it's exactly what you expect it's going to be. There's like a series of um, recorded shots, video footage yeah. come up with them, of them training. Side by side, aren't they? Yeah. Do, doing um, Jean-Claude Van Damme split kicks and yeah, stuff it's like great. that. It's, and it, it's entertaining and it does. It pulls you into the game. As an attract mode goes, it does its job, you know. Um, and then obviously it breaks into like some gameplay footage, and you'll see the huge spikes in the scale, and then you're yeah. like, it tempts you in, it makes you want to have a go, um, and it's a fun game, which you know we'll we'll get into into why it's a fun game shortly. But I wanted to ask you, Glenn, um, when did you first play this, and what what pulled you into this game? Well, a bit like some of our previous work, really. Um, it was never the arcade game. I knew of the arcade From game, but I previously played the Mega Drive version. I, right. I will not spend too much on the Mega Drive at the minute, but I will just say that. I was very impressed with Mega Drive game. Now, it's not a visually impressive game at all. Uh, in fact, the Mega Drive game looks and plays like a slightly slower version of the arcade game, but the sprites absolutely dial back to minuscule proportions, plus they take out the sprite scaling, yeah. so there's none at all. 
but the game was so much fun. I mean, me and me and you were playing two player. In fact, I was actually introduced to it by a guy called Andy Clark. When ah, he yes, rented Andy, it, yeah. we played that for a while. He liked it. I think he rented it two or three times. Next thing I know, I've, bought, I've got my own copy and me and you were playing it, you know. Mm. Um, and so, he's on my list of people to get under the show at some point. Yeah, well, he would, as he would be quite well yeah. enough. I was letting him know. But, um, so, again, Mega Drive version first, then I started to go back and play the arcade version. The great thing about the arcade version, I thought, was because the Mega Drive version had many of the same people involved, which I thought was excellent. Yeah. Um, you can literally take some of the skills you have learned from the, the Mega Drive version or vice versa, and then play it to play it, play using these uh, moves and skills in the arcade game, and they'll work exactly as they will. Even the glitches, many of the glitches, like for instance, Chain Man Eddie running backwards, that oh, works yeah. in both versions. That's something that happens in both versions. I thought was great. So it looks to me, even though I don't have it confirmed, that some of the code was used to or, some extent. Least, yeah, like you say, at least some of the the main guys who programmed yeah, the arcade the version programmed, programmed the same, similar, parts or yeah. all of the Mega so Drive So if, if you like the arcade game though and you bought in your Mega Drive, you'd probably be taken about a bit by the smaller sprites, but once you start playing, you'd go, well, this plays like the arcade game, so I don't mind. Well, I think anyone who knows the, the Mega Drive slash Genesis, they'll know there's no um, hardware sprite scale in there. And, and generally when you do see like sprite scale and sprite rotation and stuff on the Mega Drive, it's being coded by some software genius. Yes, uh, and it's there is bloody examples of it. Treasure yeah. in that, you know? Yeah, usually um, very good examples of it. Plus, so, Pit Fighter came out in 91, the Mega Drive, it was such an early game. Yeah. It was 93 and 94 before you were seeing techniques like that, weren't you? Yes, so, absolutely, yeah. Um, in those later years when the Mega Drive just came into its own, those games from those years even now were completely stunning, you know, looking at stuff like Sonic 2 and, you know, uh, obviously, as you've just previously mentioned, many treasure games as well. So, But anyway, so, so with with Pit Fighter, um, the the arcade game, once we started playing it, I got kicked the fuck, basically. I can imagine, yeah. It's, it, it, it's very, it's a scrappy combat, isn't it? Well, uh, it, it is, it is for me, right? Again, like I don't want to contradict what I've just said about being able to use my Mega Drive techniques in the arcade, but there is a difference in speed. Yeah. So you do need to get the piercing. Once you've got the piercing, everything falls into place, and you're like, right, I can play it like the Mega Drive. But as you just said, it's a it is a scrappy game. It's the combat in uh, Pit Fighter is actually quite varied. That's the crazy thing about it. there's a lot of moves, and you can build moves on top of other moves, and, and, which is uh, very cool. Just to be clear as well, everyone, when we say scrappy. We don't necessarily mean it as a bad thing. It's actually a yeah, fun game. It, it, um, it's a good game. It's you know? a polarizing thing for some people because I mean it's not a very technical game. I've definitely said no. that before. Uh, you, you can you can definitely spam because the way Pit Fighter works, it's not round, so it's not like uh, like I say, like say Street Fighter One. Um, it's closer to Street Smart, where you can literally wheel on the guy until either you die or he dies, and when you die, you just pop another credit in. In fact, every single enemy has got every single enemy, even the first one. Has got way more energy than you, than your your highest energy bar. And in the arcade game, you've got no way to get extra health either. So you will die eventually unless you're excellent at it. But you, your energy is constantly ticking down, like taking small hits and that. And I've seen energy just go down a little bit by itself as well, which could be deliberate to create some sort of a exhaustion feature. So generally, it's very unlikely. You'll, well, I can do it in the Mega Drive game, but I've never gotten to the arcade game. Never finished the arcade game with one credit yet. No, um, no. I, I played through it again the other day, and I must have probably put about fifteen credits in. <laughs> yeah, even on lowest difficulty, I think yeah. I'm doing three at the minute. I don't know what difficulty it's on, but um, yeah, it was it was a challenge, but it was a fun challenge because you you know you die, you pop straight back in, 
you know, you're not restarting a round or anything like that. No. You're straight back in. The enemy's got his health as it was. In fact, he's busy spitting on you on the floor or something while you're putting yeah, your, that's your 10 pence the, back in. Part of the characteristic <laughs> of, the of charm, these enemies, because yeah. right? they all have their own individual personality to really? get to at one so, point. Um, it's fun. You just jump straight back in the action and kick the shit out of them until you win or, or her. You know, oh, yeah. This is a, f- a female fighter in there as well. Yeah, we'll get to that as well because that's, um, uh, that's something interesting. So, so yeah, another one really you started with the Mega Drive version, then ventured into the arcade and had to go out, take it probably at Seaburn. Crow's Nest, I think, had it. Crow's Nest it? was the first Pit Fighter cabinet, and they had a three player cabinet at the time. Yeah, I remember. Now, I know one of the other arcades just down the road from them, can't remember the name because it only had about four games, had Final Fight as well. They had a Japanese two player cabinet, but I never used that because I thought I liked to have the fun well, of having the full three player one. There was Jet and Seldon's. There was that was little blue arcade, I can't remember the name of it, it was yeah. next to one of the restaurants. Oh, and you had about a line of four cabinets and then gab- gambler machines. I don't even remember uh, that. Uh, you wouldn't have any win. Neon ever did. We had the only two games of interest. Oh, they had a UN squadron as well. And obviously Final Fight and Pit Fighter. So mm. so I played a little bit and then, because I think at one point they, they're the only uh, arcade that had Final Fight. Because I think even Crow's Nest got rid of their big machine or they replaced, they replaced it with a different game inside. Yeah. You know, they had that massive sit-down yeah, cab. Yeah, sit-down cabs, aye. Aye, lovely cab. 40-inch screen. Oh, man. great. You're sitting in all the comfort in the world, and that'd be great with a pint. Oh, brilliant. Brilliant, yeah. That's what I want to make for in here. But, yeah, um, yeah so, so yeah, Mega Drive first. But I think, I mean, uh, there was one other thing I think we wanted to mention here, and, like, the kind of introduction as we do. Um, it's not the first digitised arcade game, No, um, when I sit well, we'll break that down a little bit more and we'll say it's not the first digitised arcade game because there is very early games that uh, use digitised sprites. But from what I can gather, uh, and we've done a bit of research, but we could be wrong, the very first digitised arcade game is called The Last Apostle Puppet Show. Uh, and that, again, follows more of the Street Fighter style of um, uh, boss battle fighting game where you're literally just taking on a group, a set group of unplayable enemies and you complete the game. But that's got quite interesting spite for a game of 1988, actually, created by a company called Home Data. So, I mean, just just a little uh, game of interest, possibly, if you like uh, to play a historical uh, work. Because I don't think that game was actually released in the UK as well. So it'd be, And I've never seen a cabinet or a PCB over here at all. But it's worth checking out on MAME or, um, or just having a look at it on Google, if you like. I might uh, add that to my list to check out tonight. doesn't but... look like it's a very playable game, but it's... Again, just for a piece of history, you know, to, yeah. to check out. Why not? Eh? Why not? So the um, yeah, I mean, what what would you say is your favourite thing about Pit Fighter, Glenn? Um, the fighting. <laughs> I mean, keep hoping it not be. It's just like I say, going back to the moves and that you've got a ton of different basic brawling moves. Just by put, you've got a punch, a kick, and a jump button, like the basic setup of many beat ups of the time. And uh, just by pushing either one, you can you can perform various different. Um, Distance-related uh, combinations of attacks. So you've yeah. got you've got punches, elbows, uh, and then if you start it's, kicking, you'll you'll do like like roundhouses or just a simple straight kick. It's like context sensitive. Context, way, yeah, it? context um, sensitive. Like depending on the distance away or depending on how many times you punched a guy, you yeah. might do an elbow. Next and this, this goes into what we say about more of the brawling aspect of the game, where you can beat it by button mashing, but uh, the more advanced player will learn the jumping te- techniques. Now yeah, you've got basic jump kicks, that, yeah. Stuff pressing to jump uh, and jump and kick together. You can even do sort of jumping punches, but they're not sort of part of the system, if you understand what I mean. Yeah. You can jump and then punch then and punch. it's near use. But you, it just gives you a bit of freedom. Obviously, the main moves though, are the character special moves, and most characters generally have two to three, uh, and they do the most damage usually. You've got throws as well, 
Well, while, while we're on the subject of characters there, why didn't you break down the characters for us and Glenn? I mean, we'll start obviously, with, start with our favourite, Ty, obviously. How can we not talk about Ty? Uh, Pit Fighter has three amazing characters. Uh, Ty, Ty's a kickboxer. Um, he has, obviously, various more kick-related attacks, but he, he likes to punch and elbow people. Um, his special moves, he has... Uh, <laughs> he's got... He's got a kick. He's got a spin kick that just absolutely devastates people. Yeah. Now it's step, it's step over a roundhouse kick, isn't it? Yeah. So, now it's it's not it's not a completely unbalanced move. I mean, I'll always mention a lot of things to the double dragon elbow. You know, people know I say things like that's not. Yeah. It's been pretty much broken and you can complete the game with. It's not that powerful, but it's the most powerful move in the game. Most versatile, anyway. Uh, you can bounce enemies back at the crowd when they get thrown out with this kick. Uh, you you can just basically demolish them anytime. You can hit more than one enemy as well if you get them together. But um, also, Ty's got a great uh, cartwheel, which is a it's more of an evade move. Evade move, yeah. But it's so that's versatile and that can be cancelled into. Uh, I'm saying cancelling for a 1990 fighting game. That can be cancelled into your moves as well. So you could you could be doing that move and then just hit all three buttons and suddenly cancel into the spin kick and just take people out without realizing. I like so, the uh, his jump kick as well, you know, just yeah, that's like a snappy kick. sort of it takes him down. Quickly. Yeah, it's, if you can catch him just right, it's extremely satisfying when that's you're knocking down with that move, especially when you've got a power pill, which will also well, you mentioned mention them. Now, uh, sorry, uh, Buzz is the second character. Buzz is a pro wrestler. Now he's uh, we, I, I tend to consider him the middle character. You know, yeah. he's still very playable, but he's not as strong as Ty because he's he's slower and he's even though his moves do about the same damage because. That's one thing about Pit Fighter is the characters tend to do about the same damage as each other. But um, obviously a slow character is not going to do more. But Buzz is fun to play still. So a uh, quick mention of the Mega Drive game here because it is important. In the Mega Drive version, you can only... Uh, like if a character picks one character... Uh, sorry, if a player picks one character, then the other player can't pick that character as well. So for instance, if you want a tag team with your mate, then you've got a, someone plays as Ty and the other player has to play as Buzz. Buzz where, at least in the arcade game, you can select the same character as any of the other players and you just have a different pair of trousers on. Yeah. Uh, different coloured pair of trousers anyway. But um, Buzz has uh, what we like to call the square root kick. That's his jumping <laughs> yeah. kick, actually. But it's a very short range... Uh, well, it's hard to call it a kick. It's more of a hop kick, isn't it? But it does hit quick again and surprises your opponent. So it's, that's good to take them out. Um, again, general combination of punches and close range kicks. As I said, with his basic kicks being quick to knock people down. He has a lot more Thor-based specials. Um, hitting the three buttons, we've never worked out if there's a way of doing these differently. I don't think it matters. Yeah. But it, it either it, it randomly picks one of two specials, both grapple moves, either his pile driver or his, uh, his Thor. He's yeah, slammed, his body slammed, yeah. which is, honestly, it looks lethal. But uh, either way, I mean, he's fun and powered players. And I tend to find him usually the, the best character in the grudge matches. So... Yeah, because just by a bit. If you, for example, if you if you were to press the three buttons together, punch, kick, and jump, because um, I actually hadn't mentioned that. If you press all three together, you'll do your special. So Ty will jump up and do his uh, step yeah, over the roundhouse. Kick, yeah. But if you buzz and you've used your like wall evade technique, and then and you pop up at the right in the time, middle, yeah, yeah right. you can grab Ty in the middle of his like uh, step over roundhouse and throw him and get a knockdown. And that does that help. Way, that does work. Um, but buzz is great. I mean, as I said, I, I don't mind playing as buzz if. Um, if we'll play in the Mega Drive version, just to mix things yeah. up a bit. Third character's Ty now. Kato. Sorry, Kato. Yeah, now, Kato, um, 
even going by what I've read about this guy on the net, I mean, he's very unpopular for a lot of reasons on all the versions, some versions for different reasons. Kato was meant to be a karate master, uh, and he's got a similar build to Ty, and sometimes if you don't look closely, you end up picking him by accident yeah. instead of Ty. And um, he's shite, basically. I mean, yeah, there's no, there's no way to dress I kind of find redeeming features. Garbage. Now, I would say, I mean, Kato's got generally decent basic hand to hand moves. I mean, obviously, again, he's, he's basic button mash attacks for punch and kicker reasonably enough, and they'll, they'll do the damage you need to do. Uh, his special is like a, a, a strange punch combination where he'll hit you multiple times and then knock you down. But it's, it's hopeless, though, because it's, you'll start a special, you'll hit the enemy once, twice, you'll just walk away while you're still trying yeah, to finish some, special. I, I've <laughs> seen cases, yeah, where it's been cancelled out of or yeah. uh, or another enemy's hit you. But his um, biggest flaw is that, um, and because he's, he's an honourable man, you see, this guy, this Kato who I, oh, yes. fights for life, <laughs> is he'll basically stand and sort of show respect to his opponent. He bows at his opponent yeah, after, after he, doing takes it. Him down, it's, doesn't he? it's like every character has the sort of, has that victory pose after doing a special, but you can cancel it out on all three characters, but for some reason it's a little bit harder with Kato, so he nearly always takes a hit just after doing this, and it's like, yeah. do you really want to be using this move? His jump kick's weird as well. It's like, can't describe it. It's sort of a half spin kick that sometimes doesn't hit at all. Where ties just cuts people good. Uh, buzzes is like a very short range yeah, hop kick catch that catches nice people yeah. quite nice. So their jump kicks, which are very integral to the game, are good. But his is just not. So I don't know if he was deliberately created this way to make the game even harder. But he's just not very much fun to play as as well. So nah, he's not, is he? He's yeah, but that, that's your three main characters anyway, as I say. I mean, in the order of our opinion, which I think will, will hopefully mirror a lot of the fans out there is, Ty wasn't Ty, Yeah, I say so. Yeah, Ty is definitely the best character. In fact, to be fair, Glenn, I've I never I never played as Kato. I can't even remember the last time I played as Kato. No, and I've accidentally picked him sometimes. Uh, so when you mentioned his jump kick there, I'm trying to rack through my brain here and think. See what, what looks like. Look like he bounces yeah. off. It often yeah. just it, like it has a it has a window of, of frames. It has to hit. be a certain collision yeah, point. Yeah, and if, and it's very easy to miss those frames where Ty and Buzz don't. I mean, I always remember ties nearly always hits and it cuts them straight down. Yeah, it, right. I, I deliberately I see it as like you know a quick cut that knocks your enemy flat. So he's got a great uh, jump kick with Buzz coming second, but Kato as I said just feels useless. Kato's a weird as well. He does like a jumping, he do, flipping the more air, more flipping the just, air, and that seems so to you can't control the distance. Yeah, so where you land is where you land. Where much difficult you, to cancel out. Yeah, yeah. So he's just he's everything about him is just absolute shit to be honest. Um, so yeah, play tie, you'll enjoy it much more. Yeah. The um, so I think uh, yeah, controls we've mentioned about the three buttons, yeah, for like the evade technique, nice and easy. What you just double, is double tap, double yeah, tap, yeah, right. to one side, it's classic. The um, you can, you've got a, a manner of blocks and evade, like uh, you know, like guards, yeah, and that's ducks what, and stuff. We never, I never use never it. Use you have it, got no. a block, you press the punch and the jump button, I believe, yeah, that's right. I think that's how you do, yeah, that's how you do the evade, but I find it totally useless because, yeah, it's just you might as well be on the offensive all the time, so it's handy to have it in there. Just as a feature, but who uses it? You know, I've, I've never used it by accident. Now, uh, I think probably my favourite thing, Glenn, about Pit Fighter. I, I'm going to say the levels, but when I say levels, I don't mean the actual arenas because they're all pretty much. But the people who play those arenas. No, the weapons. Oh, good. There's yeah. nothing more fun than smashing a box off somebody's head. Well, or this... chucking a knife across the screen and catching them just right. Just right. <laughs> well, the thing is, Pit Fighter has a lot of weapons as well. Yeah, and. The thing is, I have to mention this bit now because I thought about this um, when we spoke about Pit Fighter last, uh, another time and I couldn't put my finger on this, but I know what it reminds me of now. Um, it generally happens with like the fight with the, the Ultimate Warrior or the Chain Men 
um, where you just constantly pick up yeah. bits and bounce them off people's head and they get back up and you bounce them off. It feels like watching Evil Dead 2 when Ash is bouncing plates off his own head. Aye. It just felt crazy. <laughs> and it was like, as soon as he gets up, there's another one bounces off. And it's like, it's comical. But the great, there is a, a good choice of weapons. And uh, say so you've got knives and throwing stars, which yeah. work exactly how you expect. Now, the throwing stars are thrown straight away. One hit. Uh, knives can be stabbed at close range and thrown from a distance. Sticks are my favourite Sticks weapon. are great, yeah. Just, Sticks can be used yeah, multiple times. You just get, well, you use it four or five times and it breaks, but it's like a satisfying well, crack in, noise. Interestingly enough, and... the three characters actually use the sticks a bit differently. Now, yeah. Buzz is, I think if I remember right, Buzz is actually the best with the sticks. He hits in a certain way where Ties is actually a bit odd. It still hits right. That's I can't even remember Kato. Kato fires it like a rifle. He holds it like straight out in front of him, like oh, he's trying to shoot somebody. That's right, I've seen that. Nah, it that's... doesn't even hit the enemy. It's like, Are you sure that's not Ty? No, no, I use Ty all the time. I was kicking the crap out of CC Rider with sticks the other day, and but, it was great fun. And it's great you hear the crack of the stick and that, you yeah. know, you have to pick up another one. Kato just sucks all the joy out of that game. If we mention his name again, we should be shot. We should. Right, yeah. we'll not mention well, He doesn't but... exist in Pit Fighter anymore. Just forget about them. Well, if we're going to talk about the weapons and all... Um, You've got to talk about the power pill. We're going to mention that, but we'll definitely have a few more thrown weapons to mention yet. What, like Did you know bikes? you can pick up motorbikes and pit fight again? <laughs> yeah, you can slam them off people's heads and the wheels bounce off everywhere. I mean, this is hilarious. It's it's probably not meant to be hilarious, but because of the choppy animation and yeah. the low frames that appear in the characters, they just go either bouncing across the screen or they end up directly on the floor. And it's part again, it's part of uh, pit fighter's scrappy charm, you know? Uh, you've got basic crates to throw. And the weapons, the throwing weapons also have different behaviours. Like the crates will always burst in one go. Uh, you only get one throw of them if they hit. In fact, I think if they hit the floor, they break. But you've got bins, uh, metal bins, which you can slam off people's heads as well. Which if you slam them off people's heads straight away, they, they explode straight away. Yeah. Or you can throw them for a distance and then you get another free hit. So it's worth really utilising the weapons the best you can and understanding how, understanding how you can use them. Uh, like I said, the throwing stars, for example, you literally just throw them straight away while the knives, you can use them up close. So, um, let's say it's fun. But the, the final item to talk about was definitely the power pill now. Uh, the power, power pill is power the ultimate fantastic. item. It now, first shows up in level three. With, it uh, always appears in a bit, in a barrel, in a in a brown barrel as well, because that's yeah. another type of receptacle that works exactly like the metal bins, though. Works exactly the same way, except that the barrel's the only item that holds these pills. So look out for them. Um, what the power pill does... And depending on who picks it up as well, is give you extra speed and strength, and uh, ex or, and you can't be hurt. You can barely you can barely be hurt anywhere. I've yeah. noticed that if you get picked up and thrown, that still hurts exactly the same way, and you can be still picked up. You know, okay, but, I kicking you, punching you, and hitting you with yeah. weapons definitely doesn't hurt anywhere near as much when you're powered up. With what a I've pill. found as well now, we I used to play Pit Fighter when I pick up a pill, I would just still spam me specials. But I don't do that anymore. If I get a power pill now, I just mash on the punch and kick button. I find the damage is just massive. Uh, I don't know if it's because the specials don't do as much do or do more damage with the power pill. But your basic attacks at that point just destroy people. So you literally just mash those mash those buttons as much as you can. Punch, kick, punch, kick until the pill runs out. And in some levels, there's more than one. There's three in one level. So just try and keep a chain of pills going. Because the thing about the power pills is anybody can use them. Yeah. And the enemy characters also get exactly the same upgrades that you do. And in the case of one or two characters, <laughs> oh, they become oh, yes. near lethal. Like, like, you just need to stay away from them until the power pills run out, where some you can still pick them up and throw them at least. But a couple of the biggest characters, which we'll definitely get into, you just need to just go, <laughs> just stop, just hide, hide, hide for the full 30 seconds or so if it takes, takes the power pill to run out. Um, 
I think um, well, just while we're on the subject of like the weapons actually, we'll, just, we'll just quickly walk through like the levels. But there's not not really an awful lot to see. There's um, there's like a mixture of like subway stations, car parks, gymnasium, um, gymnasium. Type level, yeah, yeah. So um, it's just you know basic backgrounds. But what what is good about the levels as well? You've got um, NPC characters like crowd. Yeah. Littered around you, like shouting and the will and screaming interact with you, and they're quite cool. I mean, you've got yeah. the old man with his stick who big you. Now, there's a little advantage to some of these characters, not because if you turn on and hit this guy, you'll, you'll kill him and he'll drop his stick. Yeah, uh, there's a girl who comes out and hits you, and that, and there's a guy who comes out with a knife. Yeah, so again, hitting these people if they're armed with weapons, they'll drop the weapon and you can pick up the use and those. Yeah, so there's a small advantage, but. The extra advantage is you, you can catapult enemies into the crowds and they'll get attacked as well. Yeah, and the, the good thing about that as well, um, they'll, they'll get pushed out of the crowd. And if, yeah. if usually just as they're getting up, they'll get pushed out of the crowd. And, and you if can, you're standing in the right position with someone like Ty or Buzz, you can grab them yeah. with your special moves straight away and fire them back into the crowd. And you can literally play a game of volley with them for yeah. you know until they're dead if you want to. Yeah, it's a cheap way of playing it. But it's fun. <laughs> uh, it, it's part of the it's part of the technique. It's part it of the is, strategy, yeah. I suppose. So, no, it's great. It is. Um, so, I mean, difficulty wise, what do we think? It's. Well, um, I, th I think Pit Fighter is art artificially hard because, um, again, because of the enemies having more health than you, and you can't get any extra health at all during the game. You, you will. You know, I mean, if you're a mediocre player, you will lose credits, and you might spend a few quid completing it, which is the nature of an arcade game. So I find it quite hard uh, in that respect. And, I, and again, going back to like technique, you know, you could be an amazing Street Fighter 2 player, know all the moves and know exactly how to react to an enemy eye and beat the game without losing a round or, you know, just literally be an absolute master where I don't think there's any real way to master Pit Fighter. It's just like the, get the, in there and blow. The enemies um, do have their own ways. I mean, they're, they're, they've got their own individual yeah, personalities. They do have personality and they do have uh, little nuances as well, which I, some characters don't share. I think it's probably actually the best thing to do, Glenn's probably walk through the, um, the, yeah, the, the enemies because then yeah. we can maybe highlight a little bit about the stages that yeah. you see them in and that as well. And I will. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Well, the first opponent, and it, what we'll do is we'll, we'll consider this a single player mode because what happens in a two or three player mode you'll take on either two or three opponents and oftentimes i mean they'll just recycle opponents now the extra opponents are fixed as well depending on the mode you play so i'm not saying you'll get a random second or third opponent but the what does happen in single player in some stages you do get an enemy that feels suited to the level you're fighting so you can see it's initially a single player game with a two and three player game mode with air baller on yeah. but anyway eight enemies all very unique and all very good fun to fight First character is a guy called the Executioner. Um, the Executioner is a, another wrestler like Buzz. It's actually slightly bigger. He's quite a tough opponent for your first enemy. He puts up a good fight. Um, he, his special attack is a pile driver. But if he hit, if he knocks you down as well, he'll he'll taunt you. You know, they've, they've yeah. all got their own little taunts and that where they verbally abuse you and stuff. And it's you, generally most enemies have more than one as well. Um, they're all good fun. He. His personality as well, though, to me, is he fights dirty because he'll get stuck into you while you're on the floor. Yeah, yeah, uh, And he'll, he'll throw you around. He, he's got basic punches and kicks. Have you ever seen him pick up a weapon? I mean, there's no weapons on the first level. Uh, I believe, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it has because level three, there's yeah. weapons in seven. So I believe he can still pick up weapons. But uh, as, as you say, though, there's no weapons on level one. But that's the executioner for you. Second opponent is one of your most honourable enemies, I like to think. <laughs> South uh, side. <laughs> I, at Southside Jim, which I think is a great character like. He's fights more like a basic brawler, boxer type character. Uh, right. He <laughs> doesn't really do much in the way of kicks either. He tends to knee you. 
as opposed to kicking you. Uh, and he he loves to taunt you. <laughs> now I'm sure I've seen him pick up knives though. Yeah, he yes, he picks yeah, up knives. Absolutely, yeah. 100%. Uh, I mean, again, generally all enemies can pick up every weapon. I don't think it's an example of them not being able to do that. But his special attack is he does a punch combo on you, which feels a little bit like uh, Kato's punch combo, really. I mean, again, if he gets you with it, it's going to hurt. But the one thing about Southside Jim is he won't hit you when you're down. So uh, that's an unusual little trait, I thought. Well, yeah. he's one of the enemies who won't beat like, you when you're down. a stand-up fight. Aye, so, exactly. So I, I like that about this character. Third enemy is Angel. Now, Angel will kick you when you're down. She'll <laughs> use them high heels on you. She's yeah. nasty with them. Angel um, is the only female character, like female uh, comp combatant in the game. She's yeah. only true female combatant in the game. Um, she likes the knives as well and will pick up literally anything she can find in the ring. She first appears on level three, but she does also appear on level seven if you're playing in single player, so you fight this character twice. I know uh, one quick thing I, miss, I missed about the levels was the first level is a, um, is a warehouse, really. Yeah, it is. Simple yeah. warehouse. Not no special, nothing special about it. You know, Level two is more of an actual pit, if you'd call it that, where he fights uh, Southside Jim. Best way I can describe I've it. got very little written down in regards to the, what the actual levels are. I mean, it's because it, there's not, there's, there is variety in them, but it doesn't matter. It makes, no, you're still no. fighting in a rectangle, essentially. Yeah. Well, the only there's a couple of exceptions, obviously, because yeah, we'll get I, there is a yeah, couple we'll of exceptions. And they, they do play a, a difference, not a massive difference, but they do play a, a feature. But um, if I remember right, uh, the Angel fights in a bar. Which I believe the second, the Was next fight does not. Uh, that's what's come into mind. I know the next fight it definitely does because you might be right. I, I, yeah, I'm not going to go back and check. I'll just wait until I play the game. Well, which won't be long. She, um, her special attack as well as she does. Uh, in fact, it's not that far off what uh, Sonya does in Mortal Kombat One. Yeah, she does a sort of uh, grabs you with the legs and flips you flips you over with that type of move. So that's quite nasty. So don't let her do that. Yeah, but she goes down quite easy actually. Uh, quick mention of. I have to quickly mention another version just while I'm talking about uh, this character because uh, what is unusual is Angel did make it into the Super Nintendo version of Pit Fighter, which has been sanitised a bit, so it's completely covered up, which I thought was very surprising because that game came out in around what, 91, 92, that version of the game, right around the time when Nintendo were totally um, either removing or sanitising female characters in mm, yeah. games, especially fighting or beating like up games. Final fighting. Like yeah, that. and she didn't get. She just got a little bit of a, a, a covering up instead of like she's just got like a black cat suit as opposed to uh, having a short skirt and, and suspenders and yeah, that on. No, so, no flesh. Yeah, no. Yeah, but they're still. You're allowed to still beat them up though, and she's clearly won. Oh, of course, like, yeah. You'd think <laughs> they were so lazy that they couldn't even bother to just change her <laughs> a man. Anyway, moving on from her. CC Rider and CC Rider, I find him to be a tough opponent. Aye, he likes, those, uh, he likes those shin kicks. He just keeps Aye, in the Yeah, shins he just all the time. With kicks at, and there's a lot of other sticks and weapons in this level by now. So I do, he's I like very, this very level. aggressive. The first, first thing I do is go up with a stick and start beating CC Rider over the head with sticks. Aye, he's a maniac. Do you know what is the only thing about CC Rider? I can't remember what his special move is. I'm sure he's got a headbutt, but uh, you know, because some characters again have more than one special, anyway, as we'll get to the next fighter. But I just not always. I remember uh, CC has just been very aggressive. Yeah, um, you've got to get in there with everything you've got to take this guy. Up let me guess. Let me guess. Heavy metals, the next one, isn't it? It's not. Oh, the next character is one Mad of my favourite characters of the game. Is it Mad Miles? It's Chain Man Eddie. Oh, of course, man. Level Chain five, Man Eddie. Chain Man Eddie. Now, and the thing Single is, Chain Man Eddie. Oh, he is. Well, the thing about Chain Man Eddie is no, and I, obviously the character after him, you do definitely fight these two characters in a train station. Yes. So, uh, and 
because obviously you've got the trains moving in the background, so it adds a bit more character at this level. Yeah, if Chain you look Man carefully and all, there's also a hydro poster on the back wall. That's right, yeah, I've seen that. And, I, and that, yeah, I think it's yeah. either hard driving or race driving Hard driving's well. there, I think. Yeah. Definitely. But Chairman Eddie is one of the biggest characters in the game, and also one of the toughest. And Mike, he's almost more of a sub-boss to the other sub-bosses. Uh, sub the thing is, though, he's so funny that it, it doesn't matter. Chairman Eddie, Chairman yeah, Eddie's is hilarious. unintentionally hilarious. I mean, just to look at this guy, I mean... He looks like a reject from Mad Max too. Like they rejected him because he didn't look hard enough. Because he's glittery with silver shorts on. He's got yeah. He looks like he's wearing it. Well, it's more like a tight diaper. Feels like he's wearing a tight <laughs> nappy. He's got gold chains all over him. That um, he's got this weird short crew cut. So I don't know if they went for a Wes look there on Mad Max Two, but minus mm. the Mohawk. Uh, and the um, Buddy's tough. He's so big that uh, you've got to be careful when trying to throw him because you struggle. You need to have a power pill to throw this guy. Well, funny enough, you say that. Um, I picked up a power pill on my playthrough yesterday, and, and it I didn't, was trying to, didn't yeah, work. It wouldn't let us pick it, it up. Well, we had this. We had this a while, but actually, where I don't know if it glitches out or all it does is it just has a probability, yeah. so you still can't pick them up. And sometimes you can, because I'm pretty sure I've actually picked them up sometimes without a power pill. I definitely, oh, so right, it's okay, probably without, without as well. So I think right. it works that way. So you might have a thirty percent chance that you can pick them up or something, yeah. which I think is fair because. If you couldn't pick them at all, it, it, the, the throw is a really good move in Pit Fighter. It is. Um, it is really useful. And he can pick you up and throw you. He has two specials, definitely, because he's got a pile driver, so he picks you up and pile drives you. Yeah. But his second one, though, is probably the most hilarious move it's in the, the game. the best move ever. He does a running headbutt, a bit like Bill Bull at a final fight, and it but, knocks but you for lot, six. A lot less animation frames. And, and, yeah, yeah, and a lot it, more backwards motion. The, the physics in Pit Fighter aren't exactly realistic. He's absolutely lethal. <laughs> The thing is, one of the good things about Pit Fighter, which is a, a charm of the game, is the enemies do attack each other as well. And occasionally, I swear that they attack each other deliberately. Mm -hmm. so I was going to say accidentally, but yeah, yeah there is. It looks like there's times when they occasionally do, but it could just be the AI. Just I think it, do, it does like what Doom does on the PC, where if an enemy accidentally attacks another enemy, that enemy can turn around and start and attacking start him. Start attacking him for but, a but hit then or that's two, the I, end of it, you know. Yeah, but um, it, it could be still accidental. I, I, I find it funnier if it is, because. Eddie, if you have Eddie in the arena with you and you're playing a three-player game and there's two other enemies, chances are it's going to be him who does the knocking out. <laughs> it's just this nasty this headbutt. It knocks everybody for six, Aye. Uh, and it does hurt a lot. It, it counts like the damage of a throw or more. I think generally no move can do more than about two blocks of damage. I'm sure Eddie's can do about three, You know where most attacks will do one block of damage. Because it's glitched. When, when Glenn says hit for six, it literally is a case of you flying across the screen. Yeah, and, and it looks crowd. great. It's, uh, it's funny as hell. But but the, the but the crown of this though is that he can do it backwards, <laughs> yeah. and I don't think this is intentional at all. And if he hits you backwards, you'll just do exactly the same. Uh, but he, he he's he's a great character. He's just like he's got a laugh as well. He laughs if he's when he's beating you up and that, and when he's uh, taunting you. So again, he can pick up all the weapons. Do not let this man get a power pill. Oh God, yeah, just get away from him. Just, if you do. Yeah, just do not let him get a power pill. Use you revered because especially if he hits you with a headbutt when he's got a power pill. I mean, yeah. If there was a way to break the game, that would probably be it. You, you're flying out the screen. <laughs> yeah, you get hit with some force, I tell you. Next character is Heavy Metal. And again, you fight him in the train station. Yeah, uh, He's an interesting-looking guy, and again, looks like a, like a, a probably a Mad Max reject. Just covered in... Is he wearing jeans? I'm not sure. I know he's got like a big sort of... Like shorts. He's got like, shorts or something. He's it? got shades and like a strange sort of wig. So he's obviously meant to be like a rocker-based character, you know? Yeah. Um, he's a good fight. He likes to roll around a lot, uh, which is quite good because you know that's good evasion. Because I don't tend to see a lot of evasion from from the enemies. I don't. I mean, um, obviously Angel does 
backflips as well. Yeah. But uh, I don't see a lot of any anything else from other There's a load of, uh, load of water canisters on this level to chuck around, isn't it? Yeah, so, so you can have a great fight. Eight just or ten of them or something. Yeah. War of attrition by just blasting things at them, missing his and then just throwing them back. So you tend to kill them that way. Um, special move, do I remember it really? I think it could be a punch combo again. I'm not too yeah, sure. Yeah, I think it is, yeah. Um, but as it says, I mean, he's pretty generic any other way, but it's still interesting in it to some extent. Uh, for for match seven, you're fighting uh, Angel again, so we'll not get into that too much. But the level's interesting. Yeah, uh, it's the first level that takes place on the freeway underpass, and uh, it's loaded with weapons. But what you've got now is you've also got parked cars. Now the cars look absolutely terrible. <laughs> yeah, they it do looks. I. Yeah, I mean the pixel art. They, they use pixel art when they could have probably used a little bit of uh, digitization to make the cars, and they've done it with pixel art probably because of the damage they'll have to do to the car. Yeah. Uh, you can throw enemies on the cars, you can jump on cars, you can get enemies to jump on the cars, and you can kill enemies very quick if you get them on the cars as well, in the yeah. case of Ty. You can pin them using, with like an elbow. You can pin them with an elbow yeah. strike constant. Um, they're, they're just a fun little diversion, really, but it's the first feature in the game that really breaks up the levels a little bit. But anyway, I said that the character you fight Angel, and I would say it's just no bit more difficult. Level 8 is my second favourite level. Level 8 is a military character called Mad Miles. Now, this also takes place on the same freeway underpass level, so you've got the advantage of the cars again. But the main weapon here is the sticks that Mark likes yeah. so much. Uh, There's tons um, of them. He, he, as I said, you can just have a, a stick battle, um, and he's a good, he's good fight. He's good fun to fight as well. I mean, he is also another unusual character in that he won't hit you when you're down, but what he does do instead, he'll spit on you. Yep. Which I think is quite nasty. And there's a certain other version of the game which we will mention at one point where this sort of this taunt actually becomes an attack, and I found it quite funny, but I'll go into that in a, in a bit. But he uh, he's quite a cool character as well. Can't remember what his actual special move is, or can you? Um, no. Probably he does. Nah. Does this maybe have a punch combo against some sort? I thought he headbutted you. He, could, he might be that high, because I know yeah. he's got a lot of basic punches and kicks, but he has one other little skill. And if, do you not remember this one? What he likes to do is if you leave him alone for a bit, he shouts, You're dead. Oh, he pulls yes. out a knife. Yeah, I. And he'll pull out knives forever. So I think we need to do an experiment one, once sometime, a bit like the Golden Axe experiment, where we need to see how see many how knives we can get yeah. in the game without a, before crashes. Because yeah. if you leave him alone for about five seconds, he'll pull a knife out. But obviously it's really easy to make him drop the knives, so he'll keep on pulling the knife out. I don't know why he keeps his knives, but the guy where he needs to avoid it. He's got his knife belt. Uh, he's <laughs> going to cut his cellmate, I think. Yeah, match nine, no, Glenn, which I find a little bit weird after um, seven and eight being so full of weapons. Match nine is is barren. It's got one the bottle with a power eye. pill. There's at least a bike in that though, isn't there? Yeah, I think there's a bike or two, yeah, but there's like one barrel with a power pill and that's yeah, it. That's it. Southside Jim again, isn't it? Yeah, right? and you fight Southside Jim again. So yeah. it's not a it's not a particularly sort of standout fight, you know. You can see that they're running out of, they probably should have done about ten different enemies, you know, they probably just yeah. ran out of a bit of time when, when they were building the game because to repeat them, to repeat even two enemies, which is what you get in the single player, is a little bit sparse, I think. I mean the next fight though is amazing. Oh, ch it's match ten chain man is again. amazing. It's the it's the best level in the game. It's yeah. absolutely hilarious. It is. You laugh your tits off if if you can get the enemies in the right situation. Um, it, you just it's like you can literally have a game of pinball pinball where you are the ball. Yeah, <laughs> between yeah, yeah. the enemies. But again, because you're fighting these two guys who tend to just wheel on everything, they often do kill each other. Yeah, uh, it takes place in a high rise skyscraper with the masked warriors sitting 
on his homemade throne in the background. You start the match as well. The two chain man Eddies are chained up like dogs. Yeah, to the, he releases to the, them and they're laughing the and come at you. Yeah, yeah. This level has two power pillars, doesn't it? Yes, yes, yes. It two is. I. So again, they're very, very careful. And loads of boxes and knives of boxes and all sorts, which again they're picking up as well. So uh, your best bet is to try and get the pills separate the two chain men because. If you hit one with a barrel and the barrel breaks and you go to pick up the pill, it's quite likely the second guy will get the pill. Yeah. Uh, but again, if this does happen, all is not completely lost. Your best bet now is to try and keep the the roided up chain man between, uh, sorry, the the, the, the unroided chain man between you and the roided chain man, and he'll end up doing yeah. more damage to him. Yeah, he will. Uh, he'll, he'll just he'll do his yeah, uh, running and, and that does work. And send the other chain man flying, and you're yeah. standing there giggling, not knowing what to do, and then you get it. Good ball. Now onto the final, but well. There is one more battle we need to mention because it's a form of grudge match, but it doesn't work in the normal sense of the grudge match. Normal grudge match is just a three uh, three knockdowns and uh, generally the over in seconds, you know. And it's a bonus level without any real... Uh, that doesn't really change the game apart from adding points, and points can't be spent, so it doesn't really matter. It's just a bit of a break uh, for bragging rights and that. But this final match, right, depending on if you've got two players or three in, is the elimination match. And this takes place in... If you think about the final battle in Double Dragon after beating Willie, so you're, you're literally fighting to the death with one credit. Uh, if I remember right as well, you, oh, your health, no, your health does get reset. So, I, so I'm a bit wrong about what I said earlier. This is the one match in the game, although multiplayer only, when you will get a full uh, health bar to fight. Um, and it's a battle royale to the death if you've got three players and a one-on-one -on -one with two. And it, it, it is quite nasty because one man can literally only face the, ch uh, the final battle which is uh the uh, the masked warrior just be before we get in sorry i was i had to send an urgent text there um before we get into the um the final battle you know you mentioned the last grudge match there after level 10 i, I when i played it again yesterday i could have sworn there was going to be another grudge match after level 10 but nothing happened there was no grudge match it went straight into cheap from chairman eddie to the ultimate warrior what, in single player in single player oh you do yeah you don't it's only multiplayer so it's, money oh, it's, oh of yeah, course yes because, yeah money, sorry i i, I no it's all right it's multi yeah so if you're playing two or three player then you'll fight the elimination match i was sitting there thinking oh this is the last grudge match i'm going to win again and get loads of points and yet um it just went straight to the, to the masked warrior and i was like oh it, it makes sense though because you're losing actual credit. Yeah. So the, the the game, the one time in the game that does actually give you full health health back, is the time where you, somebody's going to lose money though. Uh, but it is what it is. I mean, obviously you can hack the game if you want. Uh, if you can do that, you can hack the arcade game to have all three players fighting yeah. the uh, the ultimate warrior at the end. It's it, it's done. Has been done. But anyway, the final match, the final battle, three power pills, tons of boxes, tons of everything. Oh, yeah. Literally, it's littered, isn't it? It's just like literally, it looks like my flat, honest. <laughs> There's just stuff everywhere um, to throw at this guy. Now, I would say in some ways the final match is slightly easier than the two chain men because the two chain men are very hard in their own right. Probably almost as tough as a warrior, if not about the same even. I, I, I think, yeah, you're probably right. The, the, the masked warrior, he just kicks my ass all the time. He's like, fast though. That's yeah. the thing about him. He's the size of a chain man and he's got the power of a chain man, but he's fast on his feet where the chain yeah. men are slow. They are very slow moving. Um, but as I said, there's that many weapons in the game, and if you you've got to remember the main problem with fighting the two chain men and using the power pills is that you're always wary about the other one getting the power pill. Yeah, more when often you, than not, yeah, you do, yeah. When you're just fighting one guy, you can draw him away from that, 
and get the power pill, and you can't beat this game in seconds after that. Yeah. Just by slamming the, the box off the the crate of sorry the barrel of his head, getting the pill straight away, and literally wailing on him, like I said. Um, he is lethal, though. He's got a couple of very lethal special moves as well. I mean, the first one is a nasty backwards body slam, which he does. But he can pick you up as well, and he uh, can break your neck. And he tends to do this if you've got, a, I think, this might be the most lethal move in the game, because I think he can do this when you've got maybe about four block bars of health left. I mean, you do need to be low on health, but not. you can't do it on a full bar, and you can't do it on half a bar and all that. But you can do it on approximately about a quarter of a bar, if not, not less. So that's something you need to watch for. He'll break your neck and kill you instantly. Obviously, you'll have to continue to beat him. But uh, he's, he's lethal. He'll beat the crap out of you when you're down as well. Not a big fan of that final fight with Master yet. I think after coming from level 10, which is so much See, fun. See, I am. Yeah. I love it. It's satisfying as hell. Because if you can get the three pills and that and all, you literally can knock him in seconds. And because you've got that much control of that battle that you don't have in level 10, there's less chaos. You can, you've got that many weapons lying around, which is where they've brought it a bit. If I, I personally think they shouldn't have put any weapons in that level. Aye. So yeah. you, no pills, fair enough either, but you haven't to fight properly. So because the pills, the end of the day, if he gets a pill, you can still evade them. I mean, it takes about yeah. 30 seconds, but you can still just, you're not timed. I mean, you're not timed as in the, that's going to run out. You're just timed on, uh, on completion yeah, time. Yeah, you get more points for yeah. quicker, so don't you? It, 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 generally, even though he's quite fast on his feet, you can still be quick enough as all three characters to just move around until it runs out. And then if there's more pills to pick up, grab the next one and try and get him on the second pill. The best bet with him, I think, is just trap him. Sorry, once you've got the pill, trap him in a corner and uh, you just bounce him out of the crowd like you've been yeah. doing with everybody else since yeah. then. Clear, Kick clear him when he's down. All of them. Good fun. But um, is, there, is there anything in particular you dislike about Pit Fighter, Glenn? Well, yeah, a little bit in that it's, it's not a perfect game. It's definitely not a perfect fighting game. Um, it looks good for what it is, but the animation is very, very choppy. I mean, I think the, I know at the time, yeah, but you compare it against Mortal Kombat One and say, well, uh, even though there's two years between them, it does, it is noticeable. You look at that, yeah, and go, there's not many frames of animation. Yeah. I, dare, I, I, I dare say it might even run at thirty frames a second. Um, I'm not too sure, so don't take that as uh, as gospel. But, yeah, it seems janky to the point where maybe it is less... I think that's a good word to describe yeah. it. It's got a janky charm to it. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a bit of jank with Pit Fighter. Uh, I mean, there's more janky versions out there, like. But uh, but it's a playable game, and it is fun. It's good fun. And it, it's decent in single player, but playing with two to three players, or it's just a blast. I mean, if you're a fan of, say, WrestleMania, the arcade game, that, to me, feels almost like a spiritual success to what Pit Fighter is. So that, that would uh, be a game... That, I mean, if you like that game, there'd be no harm in stepping back a few years and checking out Pit Fighter. Because, I mean, there's elements of wrestling in there, but it isn't a wrestling game per se. Yeah, that's, that's a good game to compare it to. Actually, one that we missed at the start there. It is similar in, in style, really. It's a later it? game, wasn't it? It's yeah. a bit more perfected, isn't it? You know, but you can see that there's little elements there because it's probably easy to compare that game in some ways than Mortal Kombat, which is obviously a more pure fighting game. Well, my, my greatest dislike will be no surprise to you, and that's the uh, the, the music. Not necessarily, not the audio in particular, because I think the um, the speech and you know the sound effects are adequate. Yeah, very good, I right? well um, done. More than adequate, yeah. But the um, the music, my God, I don't know what they were thinking. Uh, you can't even see it as music. It's just a, a collection of random drum beats and. Well, personally, notes. I've always I don't hate the music. I mean, some of the a couple of tunes are just a bit catchy to me. So, uh, and I, I think it's because I've grown up with them. So they're just memorable. I don't know if I'd call it really good music, but 
I don't hear this. I don't hear the soundtrack. It reminds of that um, that music on the Mega Drive. You know, like Vector Man and that use it in one the. It might be like the Gems system. Aye, that was it. Yeah, it's like it's just it's it's a collection yeah, of noise. Right. Aye, that's it, um, and it's awful. It's like I'd rather turn the music off. Of that I know what you mean. Aye, no. some of that is crap. Mind like a Batman for uh, Batman Returns use. Yeah, it, that's it. Aye. And after the oh, first Batman game on Mega Drive, music on that game. Aye, that was Sunsoft, wasn't it? Uh, Sunsoft, aye, and then they made the, the sequel came out and it was like, Christ, what they've done. Yeah. And it was, wasn't just the game, but the, the, the music as well, the soundtrack. I think, is there anything you want to say more about the arcade game? If not, I think we'll break off into some spin-offs. And yeah, I'm, I'm quite happy with what we said uh, on the arcade game for now. I think there's plenty of spin-offs to move on to. I'll keep them generally brief, but I'll go into them, because they do all need mentioning. Um, I think we'll just quickly talk about the Mega Drive game a little bit, because it, it just does need a bit further mention. It's such a great game. Um I find it in some ways slightly more playable in the arcade, with it being a little bit slower and easier. Yeah. So although it's definitely not as good looking, even though I don't consider the arcade game a great looking game. It's not as scrappy because yeah. it's slowed down a little bit, I think. You, it's completable can... in one credit as well. Yeah, so it is. um everything pretty much everything's in place where it should be as well. There's no weird surprises like missing characters or new characters or anything that should be there. I mean the main the main negative of the Mega Drive game, which is a bit of a negative, is it says uh for some reason, they don't let you play as the same character. I mean, all three characters have got red trousers on. Our players tied Mark as the players Buzz or Kato, you no, know? No, no, there's no Kato. Uh, oh, him, hi. Yeah, he do, just just to, to be clear. He's he, in the SNES he, version. The, the, name, the man whose name will not be mentioned is in the game, yeah. but we're not going to mention him again. We won't mention him, he who come in. <laughs> um, but as I say, I mean, it, it did have some of the original developers on the game, and they've they've done what they could with a quite a small cartridge at the time as yeah. well, eight megabit cartridge in nineteen ninety one. So small sprites, it says, but all the animation seems to be there, all the moves are there for the main characters and enemies, all the weapons are there, um, the power pill functions as it should. Uh, it holds up really nice. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good. It's, it's great game. You know, I think coming from the arcade game. Yeah, you'll, you'll be a little bit disappointed that the sprites aren't, you know, the size of the screen and, and you know, there's, they're not as clearly uh, resemble, in, you know, the actual digitised yeah. people, but they, they've still done a pretty good effort with what hard power the Mega Drive compared to the arcade, you know. The, uh, it's a fun game, it retains, yeah. retains the oh, full element, Yeah, I mean, as I said, I mean, um, it's it's just, it does it does what needs to be done right. I remember, I remember playing that game back in about 92 or 93, and just enjoy having a good, enjoyable experience with me, mate. And then obviously, we had further well, experiences. That that's it. I, that. I think more important it did what it, needs to do give it you playability. Two players out of the three possibly yeah. in the arcade, which is it, exactly is what, what you expect. Need. Yeah. yeah. In fact, to be honest, even going back to the arcade for a second, I think sometimes the three player is a bit too chaotic. It's too much, yeah. Yeah, it's good to have it there. The option's great, but we've, we've played quite a few it three is. player modes now, and it's a bit too much where you want that time tag team element where you can control what's happening a bit more. Well, I've got our our playthrough with Logan of the um, free player that arcade. Chaotic, and that's going to go in the YouTube video. Definitely, to, yeah, it's to weird. Go alongside this I kept podcast. picking the he who cannot be named by accident. Kept, oh, yeah. I don't know how, but I kept doing it. Anyway, uh, another version which I'll pay a little bit of respect to as well, even though it's not a great game, but I will give you a bit of respect for what it is, is the Atari Lynx version. Yeah. Uh, it's not great to play, and it's it doesn't feel exactly like the arcade, but you remember you've got this on an 8 bit handheld. And it, it looks good. Look, I mean, obviously, it's, it's got Atari behind it. Um, but it keeps the, the basic features of what the arcade game is. I mean, I think it's two-player, not offhand, but obviously you'd need a link, if, link if it is. Yeah. I can't confirm that. So uh, I don't know for definite, but it's got weapons. It's got all of the enemies of the looks of it. Cause I've, I've watched it. I haven't played it properly. just had a few games, but I've looked at a walkthrough of, of a long play of it. And it, it's what it's the spot of what should be done. Now, another version, which I'm actually... 
always been very impressed by, which um, which actually got very poor reviews at the time. But after spending a bit more time with it and seeing what it is for the machine it's on, I think is excellent. The Master System version. Yeah. Now the Master System version has even smaller sprites than the Mega Drive. I mean, they're comically small. Some of the enemies look like chickens charging about the place. <laughs> so although I'm opening this uh, appreciation segment with some insults, what the Master System version is, though, after because I have had a few players throughs of this version, uh, it's really good for what it is. I mean, it's a single-player game in the normal sense and that you can't play a tag team like the arcade game. So initially that would be a detriment because you'd go, well, I can't even play a two-player. Now all the enemies are there and they appear in the right places where they should. It's not a digitised game. Everything's now sprite work. So yeah. respect has to be paid for them attempting to actually translate what was originally done as digitised sprites into regular pixel art. But they say the sprites don't look great, but they're recognisable. The characters are recognisable to who they are. It's got a few extra little interludes and cutscenes and that and different music that wasn't in the uh, in the arcade or, or Mega Drive version, but it is made by a British developer. But the great thing about the Master version, which is sorely missed in the arcade and the Mega Drive, dual. is uh, you've got an actual versus mode now, a yeah. proper dual versus mode, where you can literally pick any of the 11 characters. If I, I might not be able to pick the warrior, but you can definitely pick at least seven of the enemies and the three main characters. So you've got 10 playable characters, and they actually work quite well against each other. Uh, they all have a, a different special move, um, and they all can pick up weapons and fight as normal. Although, weirdly, in the Master version, when you pick up a, a thrown weapon like a crate, you can't move. You have to like aim it left or right and then throw it. You can't actually move with it. That's a small thing. But for what it is, and, and a complete rewrite of a game, because that's what it is, is a, a good a good version, I think. And if you have a love for the Master System or Pit Fighter in general, give it a shot and just see. You might even end up liking it. Yeah. But, Again, that's the last of the respectable console versions. There's a version out there that I don't even believe should exist uh, because I, I don't know how it exists, but the Super Nintendo version, oh, which you would, think, you'd think it would be superior to the Mega Drive game. I mean, it should look the same, apart from bigger sprites, and it should maybe even retain some of the sprite scale of the arcade, but it's absolutely atrocious. Uh, in fact, Pit Fight on the SNES is considered the worst fighting game on the SNES, and in some SNES lists... Uh, SNES worst game list, it's considered the worst game, the actual worst official release. Now, uh, just to quickly talk about presentation of this game, it's got none. Um, it, it has a vague demo mode that will run if you leave it for a few seconds, but as soon as you put the cartridge in, it just cuts straight to the title screen. There's no interludes, there's no extra material at all, or even a tune Yeah. And um, on the title screen. And all three characters are there, fair enough. But they're severely uh, crippled now. I mean, the control system is completely different. It couldn't be more chalk and cheese. They've just changed things in ways that just absolutely do not work. Um, there's still like 11 basic matches to fight, but there's now only five opponents. For some reason, we're missing Mad Miles, Heavy Metal, and uh, Southside Gym. And it's, it's, like, it's well, not cartridge constraints either. It's it's just, it like shouldn't be. Now, the cartridge, I think the cartridge is only four meg, to be fair. I ah, think. right. Okay, so maybe. Cartridge, Cartridge constraints could be, but I don't think, I think that's been, I think it's a prototype. I think what's happened is yeah. they've had a proper, a proper version. This is a theory. I've never heard this anywhere. So I'm the only one who's saying this and it's coming from me. My theory is that Pit Fighter on a SNES was a proper game, probably uh, rivaling the Mega Drive version uh, with all the characters and all the weapons and everything else that it should have. And Nintendo's taken a look at it and says, you can't have that level of violence and you need to sanitise it. And what they've done, they've done this so late in development that they've cancelled it all and just made a completely buggered, completely um, 
balked version of the game. Like I say, it's only five enemies. Strangely enough, Angel is there, because I thought if they, if they yeah, cancel one of the enemies, it, it would be Angel if they took one enemy away. There's no weapons at all. Pit fighting on the SNES features, no weapons at oh, all. Yeah, I forgot so, about that. No crowd people. Massive crime. Yeah, so there's no, there's there's still basic crowd uh, there that will push you out of the crowd when you go in, but there's no characters in the crowd, like in, individuals uh, yeah. who will attack no you anymore. No stick man, no knife man. It's a bit bizarre. Um, one of the biggest crimes as well is you don't have any special moves initially. Don't have your special moves at all. What happens now is the power pill system, because that's the only thing that still exists. Now, I wonder if this is part of the sanitization, because picking up a pill on the other versions yeah. would maybe look like, you know, so they maybe went with this idea as opposed to an actual physical pill. Every time you beat a match, you now get a green P circle. Uh, and what that does is that gives you access to your special moves. In fact, I believe it gives you access to one special move. It it's might, I think, it, isn't it? flashes. Can't remember now. But so, and you can have up to three. So technically, you've only got like three uses of your special moves before you run out. And they're not even that great now anyway. For instance, Ty's kick is now super slow. Buzzers are probably still the best in that he actually can still grapple people so that makes him maybe a bit better and obviously he who can't be named I, I can't even remember and it's, <laughs> he's useless but the interludes between the levels and all I mean the original arcade game and, and many of the other versions including the 8-bit computer versions had those cool interludes with the warrior taunting yeah. you and he looks great he looks like um, he looks like the great humongous out of Mad Max you know in all the yeah, versions yeah. what they do is now they literally rip his sprite from in-game and put him on a grey background and they have him shouting just wait and he just sounds and looks stupid. It's like, I'd love to speak to one of the developers who made Pit Fight on the SNES at one time, if anybody ever ever sees this podcast who has that uh, credential behind them. I think it'd be a good story. Um, hopefully hopefully a good story. It could just be that they were just bad at programming. Well, I do know, quickly diversify, because I, I, I need to mention this, which I, I didn't know last time, they also made ra- Race Driving on the SNES. Now, we need right. to look into Race Driving because that is exactly the same. That's considered the worst game on the SNES now. It's got the same fonts and everything, and it's made in the same year. And I wonder if the other theory is that maybe a small development team, maybe two or three guys, have been tasked with building two games at the same time. Mm. And that's the thing: there is no cast or credits in Pit Fighter, so it could have literally been made by one guy. Which, if that was the case, one guy who didn't want anybody to know, or who didn't want to do it. Yeah, so I've seen yeah. theories like that. So uh, I'd love to talk to the people behind that game and race driving. Uh, by extension of the SNES version is also the Game Boy Game version, Boy. which has clearly been made by the same people or person, and it's got exactly the same flaws. Again, the weird thing is, as well, remember the, ga- the Game Boy is an 8-bit console, the yeah. 8-bit handheld, and this the SNES version, apart from the colour, has no difference over the Game Boy at all. It's got the exact same interludes, the same lack of weapons, the same use of the power pill system, uh, missing enemies. It, it's literally black and white version of the Super Nintendo game. I mean, where have you heard that? I mean, people complain about Game Boy versions, which are identical to their NES versions. Yeah. So when you're seeing Game Boy versions are identical, it's actually a full Super Nintendo game from 1992. Anyway. Uh, when we say that as well, we're not saying that it's impressive for the Game Boy. We're just saying the SNES version was so bad yeah, that, that you could Game Boy version of that game, just yeah. minus the colour. Uh, moving off to the console versions. Co- uh, compu- I move on to computer uh, Yeah, I mean, there, there is a few uh, conversions that came out on PS2 packs and that, uh, ah, but it's we don't the, the, the arcade version, but I want to quickly talk about the, com- uh, the computer versions because some of them are quite good. The Amiga and ST are very similar. Uh, they play quite a lot like the arcade game on a one-button joystick, which is quite respectable. They get mixed reviews in old magazines at the time, so they weren't very well well received. They were created by Domark, or Domark, to yeah. pronounce that. Um, but personally, I've played both versions, and 
They're both like quite good. Uh, they're not as good as the Mega Drive, but they have the sprite scaling in. Super Nintendo doesn't even have that. So the sprites are big, but quite blocky, but they look good. All the weapons are there. Uh, it's actually got some really good music, which is very unique to this game, and it's just worth a listen. So have a look at the mu have a listen to music on the uh, Amiga version if you get a chance. Yep. I'm saying this to you, though. Really yeah, I will. I, it is I don't think I've played the, um, the Amiga, or, well, definitely not the ST. Yeah. I don't think I've played the Amiga version. Oh, it's worth giving it a whirl just for a bit of respect to it. Yeah. Uh, there's a PC version out there, which uh, I believe has a different team behind it. But that, again, is respectable. I thought, you know, it, it it plays a little bit similar to the other 16-bit computer versions, but it's got slightly higher res than that. But it's not an exact replica. It's got, like, it feels like it's been made a bit differently. I can't really describe it because I've never spent enough time with it. Right. But it looks and sounds good, so I would still put it leaps and bounds above the Super Nintendo and Game Boy versions anyway. Um, one version I have spent a lot of time with is the C64. Now, I actually really like this version. I think it's... Again, it's leaps and bounds over some of those 16-bit versions, but you can tell it's been made with a bit of love. All the enemies are there as well, and they, they don't play exactly like the arcade versions, as expected from a C64 game, and it's a bit more blockier, but it plays really funny, and some a little bit mentioned, well, more of a shout-out has to be mentioned to our mate Mad Miles, who, mm -hmm. um, on his level, he, uh, <laughs> he, he actually does attack you when you're down now, and he attacks yeah. you by spitting on you. So you were down on the floor, and he's literally going at it until your health bar's so gone. Which I thought, I, covered I, in grim. yeah, I'm just, a, I'm just picturing you just down there, just all moist, you know. This guy really <laughs> going at the thought. It was just a little. It was probably not even a deliberate thing. They just thought, how can they give him a ground attack? So they've used the animation and give him, like, obviously a you know a hitbox for it. But it's funny. It's a good version, I think. The next version is the Spectrum version. Now Spectrum, very respectable for what it is. Uh, it's monochrome, as you can probably expect. Uh, well, it's monochrome with a bit of colour. There is some colour on the characters, but it, it's not a colourful game. Uh, but it, it moves along a fair clip, and it's it plays a little bit like the 16-bit Amiga and ST version. So if you paid maybe a tenner back in the day and you liked the arcade game, you'd probably spend a little bit of time with the specy version, especially if you had a mate. It's not a great game at all. But again, I would say it's still better than the Super Nintendo game. Now, the final version, though, is a travesty. This one might beat the Super Nintendo version or be on par. The Amstrad game is based on the Spectrum, but it's been slowed down to about 25% of the Spectrum's game, so wow. it's completely unplayable. Now, I can complete the Super Nintendo version. I know how to complete that game. I remember it is watching you play it. Yeah. The Amstrad version is its just completely unplayable. I mean, it shouldn't have been released. It's got less colour than the Spectrum. It plays in a smaller window as well. So yeah. The game's clearly based on that version, but it's a travesty, so probably best avoided that one. Well, That's it, all the versions of Pit Fighter. It, it sounds, I mean, it sounds like the Amiga version. I definitely want to have a try at that. Um, it's worth it, I'm sure. The Commodore 64, I do believe I've played at some point. I've um, played the Commodore version. I'd have a go at that because I enjoyed the game. I enjoyed playing yeah, that version. I've got a feeling that I have played through that, or at least played some of it. Um, but yeah, I, I need to go back and have a look at the SNES version. I remember it being absolutely awful. Um, I mean, I played the Mega Drive game again in the run-up to the podcast today. Because um, it is a fun game and I enjoy yeah. playing it. Um, but yeah, I, I purposely. The next version shouldn't have been awful at no, all. No, I, I purposely avoided be. playing it because I didn't want to put myself through that trauma. The thing is with <laughs> me, I, I'll always say this Final Fight came out. I mean, they're not exactly the same game, but similar. But Final Fight and the SNES came out before Pit Fighter. Yeah. In fact, it came out two years before Pit Fighter and the SNES. Now, obviously, that'll be a separate story for a separate day. But Final Fight and the Super Nintendo has got a lot of important drawbacks. But the gameplay is there. So as much as it's got those massive drawbacks, three massive drawbacks, in fact, 
if you like the arcade game and you had the SNES game, because I, I was in this position, then you'd enjoy it. You'd be good at that. You didn't have your two-player mode. You'd be good. You didn't have guy, and you'd be good. You'd be missing level four, but you'd enjoy what was there because it's got the feel and the playability of the arcade game. Uh, so at the end of the day, you might have played. You might spend twenty pence a time in the arcade game, and you might spend forty or fifty quids worth of credits on that version. But if you could get your Super Nintendo version for forty quid take that game home and just enjoy it for what it was, you'd probably have a good time. It's just when you start looking at shortcomings, you'd have an issue. Yeah. But said like Pit Fighter on the Super Nintendo just fails in every possible way compared to its arcade it's version. It's just a broken mess, isn't it? Completely. But um, I think I think we've probably said as much as we need to say about Pit Fighter. Uh, do you want to maybe do our reviews? I think we should go so, for it, mate. Yeah, I'll go first this time. I mean, we've, we've talked everything about it that we can it's a great game. I enjoy playing it. Um, I had I had a blast again yesterday playing it. And to be honest, I probably only played it about a month ago. Uh, quite recently, I, I played through it with you and Logan, like yeah. I was saying. Um, it's a game I do like to jump on because you can get through it in what twenty minutes. Yeah, 15, that's what I like minutes. now as well. I, I like to play a game um, about half an hour if I can. And it, it, I always find myself having a good chuckle at um, level ten, especially. It's it's always good fun. It brings a smile to your face. I'm going to review this based on on how I felt about it when I seen it back in 95 or whatever it was, the first time I played it in the arcades. And I was impressed with like the big spikes and stuff like that. In fact, I think it would have been before 95, probably more like 92, 93. I would say like 92, that. 93, because that's yeah. when we stopped playing the Mega yeah. Drive version where we started going down the closing nest and we're talking about doing all sorts of tapes. And things. I, think, I think it would be quite unfair to review it based on what you see it now as, because obviously it's... it's a dated yeah. game, yeah. as as is the majority of the things we'll be covering on the channel, but um, not not to bang on. I'm going to give it a, an eight. I, I'm knocking a couple of points off for the extremely terrible music, mm-hmm. um, and you know, just because it's the janky animation and stuff like that. But again, it's not a massive letdown or knock knock down. Sorry for the janky animation. That I think it does have it does job. the charm. No, yeah, job. No. but but I think eight's a reasonable score for for Pit Fighter. Yeah. I think it's quite a good score actually. Yeah, it's a solid score. Well, I'll personally give it an eight point five. Um, again, going by Mark's criteria as well, and that the fact that like I've uh, it's a game I absolutely love in the day, but still do love now. I play it as a yeah the janky look and the uh, the animation that doesn't grow, doesn't grow old on me in a way because it just I know what to expect from it and it. And it's a product of its time, you know. And it, it was Definitely. quite, um, it was it was quite pioneering for the time, you know. It was something new. And Definitely back in ninety ninety. Yeah, I mean, this is still pre Street Fighter two, you know, when final uh, fighting uh, fighting games actually became the real, you know, one on one. Yeah, I mean that, that became a real thing, you know. And I mean, here you go, Pit Fighter in nineteen ninety, following on the coattails of things like Street Fighter, you know. Yeah. Uh, and Street Smart, which is obviously close to the, the game we've we've talked about. You know, it was eighty nine, wasn't it, Street Smart? Yeah, Street yeah. Smart eighty nine as well. Oh, oh, don't forget violence fighting. Oh, that was a very yeah, similar vi- game. That's right, yeah, violence that's pre- fight. That's pre-date 89, I believe, as well. So Pit Fighter took the ideas used there. I mean, because Street, uh, Street Smart didn't have weapons and that. So, And it built on those a bit. So I said, I don't dislike the music. The couple of tunes I find catching, I've, I, I think they're all right for what they are in a in a, a Western-developed arcade game. Um, it's, I still find it playable now, so... But it is a little bit flawed in that it is a very basic brawler in that, you know, you've got some techniques that you'll just probably never use sometimes. So, I mean, I think they got what they wanted, though, because it is it is brutal, bare bones, you know, and, and violent, uh, where, you know, you play something like Street Fighter 2 and you, 
you're looking at a more technical game, you know, where you use skill. Pit fight, you, you use coins. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but again, for me, that is an arcade game, and that's what you'd expect. I mean, something like Street Fighter 2, although definitely an arcade game and one of the most famous games in the world, most well-loved, it, it can be beaten by an expert in one credit if you're Absolutely, really good. So yeah. it actually in some ways goes against what an arcade game is, and quite a few games will cover like that, which we already have as well, where where um, Pit Fighter does the absolute basics of what an arcade beat-em-up should be and generally an arcade game. So 8.5 for me, and uh, and I still love it in all its versions except that Super Nintendo version and uh, Amstrad and Game Boy, of course. I think um, recommendations for me, if you if you have played Pit Fighter and you've enjoyed Pit Fighter, the, the most modern game, like I said at the start of the podcast, is probably Power Stone. Yeah. Um, Power Stone and its sequel, Power Stone 2, obviously. Yeah. Um, they're very good, similar kind of idea games. I think you'd very much enjoy um, Dreamcast version and arcade version, both the same. Without a doubt, yeah. Um, and like Glenn mentioned as well, Street Smart and Violence Fight. Yeah. They, they're very similar, similar games. Yes. Yeah. Because there's not a lot of games like it. There's not a lot of games like that follow Pit Fighter's exact sort of formula where. You're playing a multi-layer ball and that, you know, you're moving in and out of the screen and you're taking on a set of basic, what you could call boss enemies and then moving on the next set. You know, it's like, I mean, one of the close examples, I suppose, almost could be, say, the arcade version of Renegade and that you're taking on a small group yeah. of enemies and then moving on the next stage, but that's still close to a proper a lot more belt scroller. You know, and, yeah. and there is a bit more technique to that. So. But Pit Fighter, again, a Western-made game, so I expect that, that, that style and layer of, of work yeah. to be put into it so it does what it does for me 8.5 as I say absolute so well I think um, I think that'll do for us today bud um, yeah. just want to say thank you very much to everyone for the support if you've got it this far um, don't forget to subscribe give us a like drop us a comment and we'll see you guys next time Take thank care. you very much bye yeah. bye now. bye bye